Welcome to Victorious Living. And so that's why what we say is vitally important. You know, sometimes we, we, we people, now you keep that in mind, people, people can say things and they don't think about what they're saying. But yet all the while, you know, they're thinking, well, you know, I, I'm confessing my faith scriptures every day. I'm, you know, I'm doing what I need to do there, but yet not realizing that there's words sometimes that comes out of, out of our mouth or out of a person's mouth that does not lend itself to building us up so the Holy Spirit can't help. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. This week, Pastor Cowan shares with us, faith and the Holy Spirit work together. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us, faith and the Holy Spirit work together. And so, uh, this is a characteristic of the Holy Spirit. He can be grieved with the child of God. The word grieve is the Greek word L-U-P-E-O, lupio, I don't know if that's correct pronunciation, but anyway, it doesn't matter, does it? The word grieve is this Greek word L-U-P-E-O, denoting to be sorrowful, which indicates that the Holy Spirit has feelings. And we'll read a scripture right after this and show you that Jesus, obviously, as we've known, you know, for what a long, a number of years now, that Jesus himself had feelings. And so the word grieve then is the Greek word denoting to be sorrowful. There's words that we can speak that the Holy Spirit is sorrowful that we're speaking that way because, why? Because I can't help them. I can't help them in that. And I've been sent to help them in it and I wanna help them in it, but I just can't connect with the, with the words that they're saying. And so that's why what we say is vitally important. You know, sometimes we, we, we people, now you keep that in mind, people, people can say things and they don't think about what they're saying. But yet all the while, you know, they're thinking, well, you know, I'm, I'm confessing my faith scriptures every day. I'm, you know, I'm doing what I need to do there, but yet not realizing that there's words sometimes that comes out of, out of our mouth or out of a person's mouth that does not lend itself to building us up so the Holy Spirit can't help us when that's going on. Speaking tainted words, tainted faith. There's really no such thing as tainted faith because faith don't hang around with doubt. You know what I'm saying? He just doesn't hang around with doubt. So we can't say that the Holy Spirit and faith are, are unbelief and faith are, are tainted. That sounds like that doubt and unbelief is a part of faith. No, that's not true. Not true. That he just doesn't hang around. And so all of this is, comes back to let no corrupt word, let no tainted word don't let a trace of something injurious to your faith, communication, words that injure your faith. Well, what are words that injure your faith? Doubt, unbelief, fear. It's a lot of words that, that we can speak that will injure our faith. 
That's what Paul is schooling the people on here. Maybe there's a lot of other meaning that we could draw from all of this as well. So the word grieve, as I've said, is it denotes this, uh, the, to be sorrowful, which indicates that he has feelings. Now, Jesus himself was grieved with the people. Now, I'll show you here, because you probably know this, and he, Jesus got mad at the people. You, you think, well, Jesus got mad? Well, he knew how to handle it. We don't sometimes. <laughs> when we get mad, when we get mad, we just start spitting out words when we get mad. I'm sure some of y'all have never done that. I've done that, but I'm sure. And so, listen to what he said in Mark's gospel, chapter 3, verses 4 and 5. And he saith unto them, now, Jesus is, this crowd here in this setting is confronting Jesus because it's, it's the Sabbath day and a man's, man's got something wrong with his hand and Jesus tells the man to stand up and when he stood up and told, to do what Jesus told him to do, his hand was healed. Well, the Jews didn't believe in, in, uh, in uh, uh, healing on Sunday. But what people don't realize, that's not even a part of the law. That's what the Jews made up. That's not the inspired word of God. That's not words that the Holy Spirit gave. It's just something they made up, made that rule. But we don't do these things on Sunday. And Jesus replies to that. And he said unto them, is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath days or to do evil? Well, now he's got them in a corner now. He's got them boxed in the corner. You know they're going they, 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 they to say what's right. You know, they, they, they're going to say, no, 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 you do good, you know. But their, uh, their rules that they had made up said you can't do that on Sunday. And so that's where they were coming at Jesus. Jesus, you can't heal on Sunday. You know, that's not right to heal on Sunday. And so let's go back to Mark 3 verse 4. And he said unto them, is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath days or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they held their peace. I would too. <laughs> I wouldn't say anything either would you. <laughs> you know, he just boxed them right up in the corner and made them stop, at least do some thinking about uh, all this carrying on that they were doing here because Jesus healed this man. And so is it, is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath days or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they held their peace. In other words, Jesus shut them up. <laughs> Jesus just shut them up. Verse five. And when he had looked round about on them with anger. Now, they done riled Jesus up. Isn't that right? Now, there's the difference between us and Jesus. We might lose our cool, and Jesus never lost his cool, did he? Never lost his cool. He never was caught off guard. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, something could just pop up just like this right here, but he never lost his cool in it, uh, but yet he spoke what needed to be spoken at that moment. And so, and when he had looked around about, when Jesus looked around about this crowd, he looked upon them with anger. Mm. Being grieved for the hardness of their hearts, he said unto the man, stretch forth. Jesus said, I'll show you. <laughs> he told him, what he, did. he told the man, stretch forth your hand. 
He said, I'm going to show you whether it's right or wrong to heal on the Sabbath. So he said, stretch forth thine hand. And he stretched it out and his hand was restored whole as the other. So it's possible, you see, that you can be angry and not sin. That's what the Bible teaches. Now, Jesus is the illustration of it right here. Be angry and sin not. So Jesus was mad, but he didn't sin. He didn't sin. So Jesus had a feeling. How many of you know when you're angry, you have a feeling? There's an emotion that you feel. Uh, after I get done with them. <laughs> I'm going to give them a piece of my mind. You know what I'm saying? And we, you, we've heard this before, you know. I don't know what they would do with a piece of your mind. They don't want it, and you lost it. And then like one preacher said one time, you're going to need every piece you can, you can hang on to where your mind is concerned. And so Jesus had a feeling of anger for the people because of the hardness of their heart. Now, you see, it is possible today for a Christian to harden their heart to certain things in the scripture. You, you take, for instance, those people that deny the operation of the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues, their heart is hardened against that. And so they, they will not preach it in their particular denomination. They won't, they won't preach it. Their hearts are hardened to it. Well, we just don't believe that. And they try to explain it and, you know, and explain it away. And so Jesus had a, had a feeling of anger for the people because of the hardness of their heart. Their minds and thoughts were calloused, were calloused over with unbelief and had become resistant to the words or the teachings of Jesus. They wanted to kill him. They wanted to kill him. Amen. And so the, we know that happens today. We know that it happens today. Healing's not for today. Jesus doesn't do that anymore. We don't speak in tongues anymore. And we don't do this and we don't do this. Their hearts are hardened to that particular aspect of the gospel. And their, they, their hearts have been hardened in, that situ in those situ situations. So their minds were calloused over with unbelief and had become resistant to the words or to the teachings of Jesus. Like for instance, Jesus teaches a lot on the, on the subject of forgiveness. But yet there are a lot of Christians who refuse to forgive. So why would they forgive? Uh, why would they resist uh, or, or not forgive? Because their hearts have become calloused to it. It's glossed over. There's a tainting of the, of, of the teachings of Jesus that they want, to, they want to mix in a little bit what they think or want to act in such a way that, that the scripture teaches us not to act in. So their minds were calloused over with unbelief and they had become resistant to the words or the teachings of Jesus. And even though that happened, we see then that even today, Jesus has feelings today. Jesus has feelings today. Even though he's at the right hand of the Father, he's there in the role of uh, our high priest, our intercessor, and, and all of the work that he's doing. But yet today, Jesus 
is, uh, what did I say? He, uh, da, 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 Jesus has feelings. Jesus has feelings even today. Now let's look at, uh, let me read to you Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. And, and, and uh, uh, you know, connect the two here. Uh, Hebrews 4, 15. For we have not, we do not have a high priest. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. That word feeling there, a feeling of compassion. Jesus has a feeling of compassion for those who are sick. Jesus has a feeling of compassion toward people who are sick. Well, we should have that same compassion. And so, but that doesn't mean that we think Jesus put it on them. We don't believe that, that Jesus put that on them. But Jesus had this feeling of compassion, and God has compassion and has that feeling of, of, of compassion for them, and that's why that he is called the healer. He came. It's our hope that today's message, Faith and the Holy Spirit Work Together, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request Offer 21. Today's special offer number is 21. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living. Camp Meeting 2022, June 12th through the 16th with guests Phil Privet, Dee Pay, Isaac Petrie, and special guest Jesse Duplantis on Sunday at 6 p.m. You don't want to miss this power-packed week. Hello, I'm Pastor Cowan. I want to invite you to come be with us during our annual camp meeting right here at Faith is the Victory Church.